You are listening to the show that's reinventing the podcast game. It's time for the Maddie Faz Podcast. And now, here's the man who's been so, so deaf since the AOL Instant Messenger days. From the home of Pretty Fuzzy Productions at the Jersey Shore, the one and only Maddie Faz. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Maddie Faz Podcast, live here at the Jersey Shore Pretty Fuzzy Productions. No, we're not in the foxhole yet, or the new version of it, but uh, still, uh, you know, floating around here in, uh, in purgatory, and uh, you know, purgatory's starting to shape up a little bit, not as bad as it sounds, and you know, I would honestly put it up against most podcast studios, and once I dial it up a little bit more, that'll be an afterthought. But uh, you know, as I've told you before, there uh, there there's plans in the works to um, really uh, you know build a new and uh, you know pretty much state of the art uh, studio in in one of the spaces here uh, you know in in this uh, in the, in the new uh, Poor family compound. So. Uh, you know, that's, uh, that's going to be a project for early 2018, which is crazy to say, but, uh, yeah, we just, uh, we decided to hold off for a little bit and, uh, you know, there's enough craziness kind of going on at the moment. So, uh, we will have that and I'll, I'll, I will, uh, you know, I don't really use Instagram that much. I don't know. I, you gotta understand. I, I, I gotta make this, I've told you this, I gotta make decisions with social media and, texting and it's just a lot so you know somewhere along the way you know I have to make decisions and I end up going with Twitter often Facebook good amount uh, sometimes Snapchat but I've gotten a little bit bored with that recently and uh, you know I don't know Instagram just I I don't know I just don't really feel like taking pictures all day and making captions so (laughs) I don't know so uh, you know, and even, I mean, I really don't post unless it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, today I, I, I fired off a few Facebook posts. Uh, there was a weird license plate in front of me with, uh, uh, my birth date and my nickname Faz, which is kind of bizarre. So I, I <laughs> put that up there and, you know, just basically said, I think, I guess, I guess the, I missed the boat on that, uh, Vanity plate, and uh, you know, just I was just saying, and it's funny. I, I I saw something that harkened back to it. Sounded, it seems so friggin' long ago, but uh, the ice bucket challenge, and I was just thinking, you know, it's like you know, there was such a time when you know, like on social media, people would post you know li- links to what maybe work they were doing, or like things like that, like the you know, nice innocent thing like the ice bucket challenge, and now it's just. I mean, it's just such an angry place, such a, like a breeding ground. And, you know, I'll be honest. I mean, it, it makes you question about like, you know, when I was covering news, you know, less than two years ago, uh, you know, the social media stuff was starting, but you didn't really have like the troll, you know, you never, you know, of course you got some bad feedback sometimes and whatever. I, I would laugh it off or whatever, unless I really, you know, unless it did actually hit home and I'd whatever, you know, make make the adjustments. But um, now, I mean, it's just a whole different atmosphere. It's really, really crazy. Um, so, 
you know, I, I don't know. I just, I, I get caught. It, it's, it's tough because, I mean, I know for something like a podcast, you need to promote all over the place. So, I'm, you know, I'm just, I, I've been in this kind of constant, yeah, I guess, just spot where I'm just, like, trying to decide what the, you know, the, the best social media sites to use would be and best ways to promote and whatnot. So, I don't know. Well, I'll just do my usual thing. I will, I'll just keep yapping and I'll keep recording and uh, I'll, you know, just go with the gut instinct and take it from there. So, uh, you know, and actually, I mean, truth be told, I, this was a very spur of the moment thing. So, you know, bear with me here. And uh, I, you know, I mean, the, I did the big interview with, with uh, Lilo Broncado Jr., aka C from Bronx Tale, and which, was uh you know i i thought it would be a great interview and it exceeded even my expectations and i really appreciate the really kind that was a time of very kind feedback um for that interview so uh i was just thinking about ending the year on that yeah you know it's just one of those things where you have to understand i mean this time of year is not necessarily the uh the easiest time for the family uh, you know, doesn't mean I can't record, but I, I'll be honest. I mean, uh, you know, we're still kind of early on into this process of losing my dad. Very big void, very big personality. So, uh, you know, this was right around the time he gets sick. So the holidays without him, not easy. And, you know, Christmas especially. I mean, he got diagnosed two years ago with, uh, you know, where we found out the extent of his cancer and, you know, it being, you know, virtually stage four cancer and uh you know virtually a death sentence so um you know it's very raw still and again it's just one of those times where we have to just kind of band together as a family and you know try to create new normals create new memories and you know and you go from there I mean, thankfully you know my mom and my siblings i mean they are amazing and you know now there's there's four grandkids and uh you know they're getting older now and it's really really cool to see uh what their you know their personalities really you know starting to form and become you know really dynamic and um you know just growing into <laughs> these little guys and you know and, and having things to say and interests it's really cool so uh yeah, uh, I'll get back. I'll get on that in just in just a little bit. But uh, you know, I, I I don't know. I didn't want to get into like the formal 2017 kind of thing of best of list, worst of list. But you know, I just figured I will kind of just go through some of what's going on and um, you know, just to uh, I'll update you guys on where we're at. And, uh, you know, where things are going, uh, you know, just some, I'll give some thoughts on some sports news, pop culture kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see where this thing goes to. I mean, um, I, again, this was very, very much a, uh, last minute thing. And, you know, I know that the next few days I have, I have a bunch of stuff to, to take care of. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I really, I mean, we uh, moved my mom into a, to a new spot, and uh, I dismantled the <laughs> the former foxhole. 
So, uh, but we're, like I said, we're working on a space um, for a new studio where not just me for where other people can record and um, there's gonna be a lot of details coming up on that. I, you know, I, I'd venture to say probably looking at a, you know, month of construction. So by the time we get a permit, you know, I don't know. I'll, I'll say by f- mid-February, end of February, probably done. And by the time I get set up, decorated, et cetera. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping for like a March type, uh, you know, debut uh, or re-debut, whatever you want to call it. But uh, I, it'll be pretty cool. I mean, it's a cool spot up on the third floor and uh, overlooking the water, you know, big side of town. So, uh, definitely, uh, Ric Flair will be, uh, very present in that, uh, in that new space. So, um, yeah, you know, but I, I do want to say, uh, about that interview, uh, the Bronx, uh, with Leo Broncado Jr., I mean, without getting into all the details of how it all came together, um, it, you know, it was a, look, I mean, it, you know, obviously, there are, you know, there were so many great things that he had, and then obviously had a very rough patch. And I mean, seems to be back, you know, on, on the straight and narrow. And, um, you know, it's definitely like, I mean, I feel like, you know, we, we left it kind of open ended for a part two. So that is, you know, once the new studio is done, that's something I'll revisit because, uh, you know, he expressed interest. And, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think that'd be a home run for everybody. So, uh, you know that. But it was just, that was a real thrill, just to. I mean, Bronx Tales is one of my favorite movies, and you know, amongst my friends, you know, I mean, always, a, always a, a you know top, you know, top three, top two movie, absolutely. So, uh, and I love The Sopranos. So, I mean, it, it was a really, really fun interview to do. And like I said, I, that that really like, was. I was just at that point. I'm like, you know what? Let me just uh, let me just end the year on this. Let's screw it. Of course, the uh, um, I, you know I got to get an official sponsorship from from this uh, thing. But I told you I've been using uh, you know my voice. I haven't like literally and since that interview, I don't think I've even talked on on mic. <laughs> so uh, you know the voice probably sounds a little a little rusty, but. Uh, I had bought that uh, Entertainer Secret, which is the spray that Billy Joel uses to try to patch together whatever he can uh, during his uh, his shows, but uh, works well. So maybe we'll uh, we'll look into them as an adv- advertiser in uh, 2018. Um, and, all right, so you know, the, uh, let me just kind of plow through some of this stuff. Um, Let's see. Yeah, you know, I, I, I just told you about the uh, about the new studio space, and you know, I'm still looking for a name for it. And I, I'm, um, I, I actually, I mean, another thing is that, uh, and, and this is something I'm I'm trying to spend the next few days on, because it, it's not going to be, you know, look, it, I'm I'm not trying to make uh, ESPN.com, but. Uh, you know, I would, I've, I own the domain and have started working on websites, uh, you know, for pretty fuzzy productions. I, I own prettyfuzzy.com. Uh, 
And I think that's going to be the home where everything kind of lives and, uh, you know, just have updates and, you know, just the latest podcasts and where you can get them and things like that and whatever, maybe extra stuff. And, you know, especially when we have the new studio, you know, incorporate some video stuff and, and all that, all that mumbo jumbo. I mean, this stuff changes so friggin' much. Uh, it's like, I mean, trying to figure out <laughs> like, you know, like technology, you know, it's just so gradual when I was, I was a kid and now it's just like, just madness. I mean, I, I don't even like, you know, this, the, this generation, I feel bad for them. They just, it's like, you know, just constantly have to like readjust. And I mean, you know, we do too. So, but it's like everything we ever learned in the past is virtually obsolete. So it's like, you got to constantly just relearn, retool. And I mean, it's, and the technology so fast that, you know, who the hell knows what the next big things are. And, you know, you got to guess right. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's a weird time. And now, you know, the news cycle is moving faster than ever. And, you know, God forbid you're, you know, on, on the wrong side of the political parties that, you know, for all that. And, you know, you're, you face death threats and Russian bots and all this stuff. And I don't know, just, you know, like kind of going back into media is just very interesting to try to find the foothold of like what, you know, what you can do to be successful, what you can do to, you know, avoid that bullshit and you know and 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 you know be creative so uh it's definitely you know it's concern for a lot of people and i mean um look i i absolutely have every intention to just keep plugging away with this with this podcast and gotten enough positive feedback i mean uh you know the merchandise will not say merch the merchandise uh you know little batches that we made up just to kind of feel it out have all gone so uh you know uh and i i I know i had you know there was a little bit of a delay uh during the fall just to uh you know uh with with some of the plans we had so uh there are two charities which i still plan to donate to and i'm gonna i'll make good on that when we start 2018 uh, you know, just some of the end, end of the road, uh, uh, hats and everything I, you know, gave to friends and family, people who had, had requested them just, you know, and did it that way. So that, that's, uh, kind of that, uh, you know, whole thing. But, uh, you know, uh, you know, after that interview though, with, uh, C from, uh, Bronxdale, we'll just, we'll just go with that. Uh, you know, I, I really did have to take a step back. There was a lot of family stuff to take care of, and I feel like I say that a lot, but, uh, you know, I mean, our, our family runs tight. We run deep, and uh, look, I mean, you know, uh, my mom uh, my mom uh, needed us to, uh, you know, help her get into this, get into her new place, get settled in. Uh, you know, a lot of it was happening while, she, you know, she works and travels, so, uh, you know, I tried to pick up as much slack as possible and was breaking down my previous studio and, you know, setting one up uh, over here. And, you know, then after that, once all that's settled, we'll, uh, Matty Faz will figure out his, uh, his real, his big next moves. But, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, you just gotta, 
kind of take it, you know, the trust the process, Sam Hankey. Um, but, you know, it's just, it, it was a time. And uh, like I said, this time of year, it's just, uh, you know, it, it really is uh, a very, very tough one. But, uh, you know, now after going through it a little bit, uh, you know, you just, I feel like we're, we're starting to get a little bit of a foothold and look, nothing will ever be the same. Uh, you know, and I'm fortunate to have my dad as long as I did, but uh, it, it will never be, you know, uh, you know, life is just dramatically different, you know, than over the summer, losing our dog Mia, I mean, again, I had never lost a pet, I tried to just like shrug it off and act like, you know, uh, I mean, I was very close with her, but uh, yeah, I mean, just like this time of year, I mean, all that stuff is like a sucker punch, so I mean, and on, on top of just, I mean, everybody seems to have the whole, I've seen so many different, like, posts and words and ways to describe 2017. I mean, none of them really that positive. Uh, and I agree. I mean, it's just, it was a very weird year. Like, it just never felt right. It always had, like, this ominous kind of undertone to it, like, where you'd wake up. And you just feel like there's these horrible things that were happening. I mean, it was just a really, really bizarre year. I mean, there's just no way around it. Um, so, you know, but that's why, I mean, look, uh, as my father would say, it's a teachable moment. And that's that's how we look at it here, pretty fuzzy. You know, uh, it, I absolutely just, you know, I'm, I'm, I've gonna sap out everything I can positive learn from you know my own mistakes and uh, you know we go from there but uh you know I, I absolutely think I have a much better understanding I mean I mean you know in addition to be both recording podcasts being on the other side for you know things like the A&R podcast which I'd love to get back going uh again early next year you know and I'll be talking to uh, Rodney and Angelo about that and, you know, just other projects, uh, you know, once, especially when we get the good space done and have a lot of room to, you know, just really explore the studio space. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I th there's a lot of ideas churning and it's just a matter of, you know, just having the time to execute them. But, I mean, we want to absolutely, um, you know, get in addition to, like, you know, I know I want to have uh, the podcast on the regular uh you know and that and that'll be a mix of solo shows and um you know as many guests as i can round up who you know who are interesting and and i'm already starting to work on that so uh you know that's uh you know that's kind of the thing i mean like i said the, the we're like just going into the permit stage of uh, uh we got drawings for upstairs um and uh you know I need to, I need a name. So, uh, you know, once I get the websites up and running, I'll set up a poll or whatever and, uh, see how that all goes. Uh, but I will say this, it'll be worth it. I know it sounds like very pine sky, hypothetical bullshit. Trust me, it'll be worth, worth it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, uh, just reading through my own notes. Uh, if anybody ever saw my notes for these things, uh, you know what? I mean, when I get the website up and going and I 
guess like I, I pretty much have to do an Instagram page, so I'll let some people see some of my notes, just like what what goes on here. I mean, usually I have everything kind of spread out, a little everything's a little more condensed at the moment, um, but uh, you know, I, I it I don't know, it's I don't write a script per se. It's more like uh, crib notes, uh, you know, just like topics and i usually veer off them pretty quickly but you know we'll, we'll you know try to get to as many as possible uh, and uh, let's see it doesn't help too that my handwriting is absolutely terrible um oh actually no this is another just a very stupid thing i did uh <laughs> that also contributed to me really having no desire or abilities to uh even do a podcast because uh, I had talked to one friend about you know maybe <clears throat> doing uh, a little something, and uh, I went to my nephew's birthday party, my godson, and he had it at what was it Bounce You or one of those places? I believe it was Bounce You. So I got there. I'm not obviously not going in the bounce houses, but you know, you know all my nephews and nieces there and just running around going crazy. So I'm just throwing with my nephew Tyler, and we're you know we're just tossing more like a little like a Sakatumi ball for those who went to Hooper Ave Elementary School or a little beanbag kind of thing, and uh, you know we're just tossing it back and forth and nothing crazy, <laughs> and uh, I don't know I guess I felt every ounce of my age and just being not exactly my uh, my fighting weight and shape. Uh, so I, of course, have to, you know, there are a few catches, you know, you start thinking you're like, you know, Odell Beckham. And uh, I, I tell him, you know, yeah, throw one so I can dive for it. So they're, you know, right next to me, again, we were, we were next to one of the bounce houses. And there's like blue steps going up to it. And they look pretty fluffy. And, uh, you know, looked like it'd be a pretty soft landing. So he actually, Tyler put a throw right on the money, uh, and I dove, I caught it, didn't brace my fall, because I thought, all right, I'm going to hit this nice soft mat or cushion, and be fine, and yeah, that didn't have as much give as I thought to it, and I pretty much sunk to the floor, so I felt like a little, like, ooh, like, you know, like I hit the concrete or something, uh, or, you know, it's like, I mean, it's like rug over concrete there's no pat and it's just no give uh and the mat had no give at all so i was like all right that's a little uncomfortable but i didn't really feel anything and you know i like m mind you i mean you know i've had injuries in my life and i you know we had crazy tackle football games through most of my you know high school years and everything uh and uh you know, I, I've never broken a bone, knock on wood. I've never had surgery, knock on wood. And I actually avoided a rib injury my, my entire life um, somehow. So, uh, you know, as, like, the day went on, uh, you know, and especially, like, got closer to bedtime, started kind of feeling a little, like, a little twinge and tinge in there. Um, and, you know, I was like, it's a little sore. Okay, and of course I was just—I was freezing out. I'm like, I don't really feel like icing it because it's just cold, and you know, I'm like laying down. I don't want to get 
the bed all wet and that. And uh, naturally, I mean, so um, the all three, uh, myself, my brother, and my sister, and my dad, God rest his soul, all slept the same way. We all sleep on our side, pretty much like on our, um, like our right, uh, like almost rib cage, like our, our side and like face out from the bed. That's pretty much the Fazilpore pose, you know, or the reverse way, but same, same principles. My mom, you know, has had always kind of slept their own way and Mia, God rest her soul, uh, you know, would, would kind of like, you know, just, you know, meander her way in and sleep on my mom's head or behind her legs. So that's whatever. But the rest of us all sleep the same way. So this literally fell exactly, this stupid fall that I did fell right exactly on my rib cage, exactly where I went to sleep. So I was just starting to lose my mind. Like, you know, and now as we're getting into day two, day three, I, I couldn't breathe, <laughs> couldn't talk, I couldn't walk. Um, then, you know, and then uh, my mom had just been getting over getting sick. I didn't feel sick, but then, you know, because everything kind of gets like stuck when you have a, and then look, it wasn't fractured. It was just a bruised rib and there's really not much to do besides rest and just like, you know, <laughs> ice it or you know and keep it loose and walk around every few hours and uh, yeah it's kind of it but it's just very painful and everybody told me it'd be painful for like two weeks and that's a pretty much what it was so um you know it's just like i would talk like two sentences at a time so <laughs> i'm absolutely not recording anything uh so uh that kind of knocked me out of commission for a little bit really stupid thing but Blessing in disguise got me to just kind of slow down a little bit because uh, I was going at a crazy pace at that point. So, uh, you know, but it, yeah, I mean, I like I said, I I had, I had always respect for people with rib injuries, and I, you know, watching enough sports and seeing enough people who have just people I know who have had a rib injury, I know it's a very painful thing. It's just I was very fortunate to avoid it my whole life until that point, and, and I, you know, it's like I didn't even get my money's worth of like, you know, it's not like I. Like, was playing in a football game and made some crazy catch and got popped in the ribs and whatever. You deal with it, and, but, you know, a little bit of glory. Like, it was just, like, this stupid thing, you know. It was my fault. I told my nephew to throw it, like, to dive. He did, and, you know. So, that was, uh, I was miserable. And, I mean, I thought I was going to start to leak into Christmas of, like, having that condition. And, thankfully, it was, like, probably like three or four days before I started to feel normal. But I mean, like even now, like, I mean, it's like definitely like much, much, much better. But, you know, I can still feel a cough at times and like, you know, certain times, certain ways I move, like you feel, I mean, it's a really, I can't imagine breaking a rib. Oh my God. Like that's got to just be the friggin' worst. Uh, yeah, I, it's just a really, really bad injury. So be careful at Bounce University. That's the lesson learned. And I wasn't drunk either. So, like, I, it was just a pathetic performance. I mean, really. Uh, you know, this is what I get for trying to hang with, like, seven-year-olds. They're, you know, they're in tip-top physical condition and can, you know, have, have endless energy, and I clearly don't. So, uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, 
you know, as I was saying, uh, you know, I posted, uh, you know, and I'm, you know, of course, all the 2017 things are starting. Uh, one thing I'm going to do, and uh, I'm not sure exactly what day this week yet, still uh, kind of ironing that out, but uh, would like to go through some of the music, uh, you know, top songs that were, uh, you know, had some, uh, you know, that maybe came out of nowhere, songs that were just awesome, you know, and they they will span over multiple genres, and, you know, and I'll uh, discuss that with my good buddy Chris, who's, you know, me and him kind of see eye to eye on music, and he, he knows his stuff, uh, you know, and we'll see which, you know, maybe we can get him to play covers of a few of uh, other songs, so I'm going to talk to him about that. I don't mean to put him on the spot about that part of it, but we'll see. But, uh, you know, we, we've been talking about discussing, doing a podcast, and I know he wants to play. So, you know, we'll, uh, we'll we'll discuss those types of things and, you know, do a little bit of uh, seven, 2017 roundup of just the, uh, you know, music stuff. Um, you know, uh, but but I, I was saying I was putting, you know, and I, I don't always post on Facebook. I don't know. I want to decide to just go on a little run today. Uh you know, I posted it. it was, you know, 2017 is just a, it's really an exhausting year. You know, it's just like, I, I can think of like many other adjectives, but I don't know. I just felt exhausting was just the perfect word. You know, I'm like there, and, and look, there were some very great moments during the year, but I'm like, you know, but between this president and, you know, just some of the, the support and the people around him, uh, you know, it, it has given the entire world a daily anxiety. I mean, you wake up every day like waiting to see, like, you know, it's almost like an episode of The Apprentice, which is what he wants, but every day has just been something just like, like, just completely out of, you know, normal times. And that's, you know, I think that's part of the point of what he's trying to do. But, uh, you know, just, uh, I really feel like it's, you know, taking a toll on the country as a whole. And, uh, you know, just like, I just really hope that um, as people have time to reflect over these next few days and before New Year's and everything, you know, and people who, you know, I hope people still do New Year's resolutions. It's funny, my dad was a very, very big into that and he would keep them. You know, he would, he would make us write short-term goals, long-term goals. And I still do that. Like, I will still put that away. I don't always remember where I put it. But I kind of, like, have it on mental file. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, it was a, just a way to see your progress year to year. And he was very, very big on that. Um, but it's just led to this, like, just this daily anxiety. And it's just, um, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, I look, I mean... I try, I've tried to just stay above the fray. I realized I have not always succeeded at that. It's very tough because, you know, look, I feel like you always have to do these disclaimers. Like, you know, I'm not a Hillary Clinton lover. I am not, like, you know, all gung-ho about her. Yes, I voted for her over Donald Trump. But, but you know, I mean, I will tell you, I I would have voted for John Kasich if he were the nominee i would have voted for governor christie if he were the nominee just having familiarity with him uh, from covering him for so many years like you know i mean there are other people who i would have voted for but when it just comes down to donald trump i mean i just couldn't do it like there's i, I mean I, i've had a lifetime of reading new york papers and knowing uh you know that just 
the scandalous behavior of him, you know, I mean, how he leaves everything basically in ruins, except for Trump Tower, pretty much, um, and, and Mar-a-Lago, because he likes it there, and, I mean, everything else is, you know, doesn't build shit. It's licensing deals, which is fine, but, I mean, he's not this world-class builder that he is, as says he is, <laughs> and when he is, he stiffs, uh, you know, uh, subcontractors and, you know, we did in Atlantic City. Uh, it'll be great to see the uh, Hard Rock take over Trump Taj Mahal and probably do a knock-up job of, uh, you know, making it a viable property again right in the center of Atlantic City. So, you know, it just... I, and then, you know, my dad didn't... Even before Donald Trump became... Donald Trump, the politician, my dad had zero patience for him. And, you know, so, I mean, I heard a lifetime's worth of, uh, you know, just rants about Donald Trump and the different things he did and different people he screwed and small businesses he put he you know pretty much put under because he they would do the work and he'd pay them 10 cents on the dollar I mean he just he just has no moral compass so that has not changed I mean even if you you know even if you benefit from some of the uh, policies that have gone through so far it's I'm just telling you, at some point or another, you will get swindled by this guy. And it might not be today, it might not be tomorrow, it might not be before the midterm elections, but just, uh, you know, keep one eye open. I'll say that. Because, uh, you know, that is the Donald Trump way. Um, you know, you know, and that's just the, uh, that's the Donald Trump way. So, uh, you know, and that's, I mean, I I know uh, to people who know me, I've been really when I do get on this topic. I mean, I mentioned Bob Mueller a lot, but it really bothers me to watch uh, what is being done to him. I, I you know, I mean, it tells me that people in Trump land are a little nervous because Bob Mueller is doing what he's supposed to do and follow the money. <laughs> That's really at the heart of whatever may have or may not have happened in this uh, you know Russia stuff, but. I mean, if you absolutely follow the money. So, and he's doing that. And, uh, you know, he's being painted as this and that and campaign donate. I mean, people like, yeah, you know, campaign donations are a great indicator of, of, of a lot. But, you know, in the, you know, when you're, when you're talking about Justice Department or U.S. attorneys and things of that, you know, you know, jobs in law enforcement or prosecutors and things like that, you know, if you went through... Every single person who is serving in the government, you know, and Donald Trump is going to basically All right, well, this is the heat coming on in uh, purgatory, well, uh, hell making their presence felt. So, you know, what I mean, if you're going to, you know, Donald Trump is going to essentially select the next group of U.S. attorneys to take over. I mean, if you go through everybody, you know, everybody has political views. That doesn't mean they automatically bleed into investigations. And I I would bet most people have campaign donations. I mean, you know, they're they're trying to go after guys like, you know, the guy Peter Strzok sent a lot of texts back and forth. I mean, he criticized a lot of people in there, but yeah, did criticize Trump. And as soon as Mueller was aware of it, he got him off there. I mean, 
Bob Mueller is like the most like beyond reproach individual on the planet, especially in, you know in, in America. I mean, if we can agree that that guy who is a Republican, you know, is you know will be will give a fair assessment and 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 you know do his dil- due diligence and not you know make up a case, you know, the, the whole fundamentals of the country are just like coming apart. And that's concerning because, I mean, you know, people like him, even James Comey, I mean, you know, look at their careers. Another Republican. I mean, it's just, it's sickening to watch what, like, the Sean Hannity's and these bright, bright barters and everything else are trying to do to, you know, to people who have served this country, like, you know, as admirably and long-serving as they possibly could, and they're still giving more service. I mean... Just read about Bob Mueller. Turn off te- television, right? You know, we don't have to get into a debate of this and that. Just, just, just listen to the man, you know, and read about the man. I mean, I mean, just the way he's running his stuff. You know, while Donald Trump is in there tweeting every five seconds, Bob Mueller got that job and has not said one friggin' word. <laughs> he went right to work and has, you know, it, it's been a pretty leak-free shop. You know, every once in a while, they, they throw out little, you know, news nuggets just to, you know, just, just, just put it out there. But, I mean, he is, he's running it extremely professionally. He's gotten four indictments, two, uh, two people to cooperate already. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, and, and now he's really dug in on the money. So, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, we'll see where this goes. But, I mean, I, you know, I... He, uh, you know, he's, I mean, for people who are not the biggest Trump's fan, Trump, or not the biggest Trump fans, I'll admit, <laughs> myself, uh, you know, Bob Mueller, you know, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, he uh, can help bring this country back to a more settled place. And again, I'm not saying that means Hillary Clinton is president. Again, you know, I don't know what what this fallout is from this and how high it will go and, you know, where it goes. But, um, you know, I just, I think he is the most qualified person to, to run such an investigation. And, you know, just stop, just, I promise you, don't pay attention to this bullshit of, you know, that, you know, it's, it's a corrupt investigation. I mean, these are, the top people who have kept us safe and, and top people who have prosecuted, you know, you know, anything from white collar crimes to, you know, counterterrorism stuff and, and, and Russia experts. I mean, just, 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 just trust this process. That's all I'll say politically. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I, and I guess one other thing, I mean, and I'll give Trump some credit for this one. I mean, uh, you know, ISIS, seems to be retreating, you know, from Syria and Iraq. I mean, it, it, you know, it kind of seems like it's ending in a whimper, but, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, and they, they, you know, ramped up some, you know, the, the, the bombings and changed some rules of engagement and, you know, you had Russia and Syria involved as well. And uh, I mean, lo- it looks like ISIS is, uh, you know, on the run, but, uh, you know, obviously they've still been able to strike at times and, you know, it'll be interesting to see if they, you know, kind of 
lose their footing and are replaced, you know, by, you know, Al-Qaeda again or, um, you know, or going, you know, go to Africa where, you know, it's a little tougher terrain to, you know, uh, to navigate through and uh, tougher, you know, a big area to patrol for, for, you know, for for U.S. forces and allied forces. But, uh, yeah, I mean, or if they just, you know, just try to simply use social media to, do uh, you know to, to encourage people to do lone wolf attacks and things like that? But I mean, you know, ISIS uh, today is absolutely you know a shell of itself. So that's a good thing. Um, I, I really, I mean, the 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 biggest story um, of the last uh, you know few weeks and months, uh, you know, really the. Uh, um, you know, this the that basically the outing of Harvey Weinstein's behavior, which, I mean, it's interesting because it was always talked about in Hollywood circles, but he was just so powerful, nobody wanted to, you know, wanted to, to mess with it, and you know, he had this layers and layers of people uh, on his payroll who were meant to, you know, threaten, harass, scare you know, with lawsuits, with physical harm, you know, and then had private security firms, you know, just, and I mean, he had this, like, machine that was able to keep him, uh, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, keep him out of trouble. So, uh, you know, and, you know, Russell Simmons, very disturbing uh, allegations against him as well. Um, You know, and there's... Obviously, you go down the list, guys. Like Louis C.K., uh, Matt Lauer. I mean, it's uh, uh, the the Me Too movement has uh, really, really, uh, you know, kind of just spun. Uh, you know, I mean, a lot of different industries, but especially the entertainment industry, on its head. And uh, you know, it's just uh, it's crazy. You know, just that. Uh, I mean, look, not that. It's, I guess the surprise is just, you know, just that everything's, like, kind of coming out like a flood now. And, uh, you know, and I understand, I mean, people, you know, women, it's a, I, I can't even imagine. Uh, thankfully, I've, I don't believe I've ever put anybody in that situation and never would. But, you know, I can imagine the, the fear of women, especially dealing with, you know, high powerful guys like this and, you know, deciding what to do and, you know, and now having the comfort of having other women who have told their stories and, you know, it's not just one person calling it out. So, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, and if these allegations are true against, you know, a lot of these men, you know, in big time positions, then yeah, they, they deserve the punishments they get. Uh, my only concern, I'm not trying to sound like Matt Damon here, but I, my only, and I should say, my only fear is just that I don't, I just hope it doesn't become so much of a gotcha thing where, you know, that, it, it, you know, it kind of opens up another can of worms of, you know, of, of, you know, people, you know, who just have an axe to grind and, you know, just want to ruin somebody's career because they didn't give them a part or they didn't, you know, or maybe they had consensual, consensual sex and maybe, you know, X actor never spoke to X woman again. And, you know, those are, I guess, you know, look, 
I don't have to deal with that stuff. But, you know, I imagine there are a lot of people who are freaked out. You know, you don't know if, you know, you left a woman scorned. Like, you know, are you going to, you know, from six years ago now, like, but it was consensual. Like, are you going to get your name dragged through and then have to defend yourself? I mean, it's, that's where it becomes a really kind of tricky area. I mean, look, you know, so I just hope that the Me Too thing stays where it's, you know, I mean, look, a lot of the stories have been very well reported, very well sourced, and, um, you know, doesn't seem to be a lot of pushback thus far from the people accused. And again, I'm not talking about every single one, but, you know, it's just, uh, uh, you know, you don't, it doesn't seem to be, uh, you know, anything uh, just, you know, they're, they're, they don't, they're not finding libel suits or anything like that. So, uh, you know, so we'll we'll see how this plays out, but I mean, you know, it's a really, uh, uh, a really interesting time. I mean, this is a, I mean, I, I know uh, you know the, the writer uh, who really broke the Harvey Weinstein story, Ronan Farrow. He was interviewed, and he's you know, I mean, he said that I mean this is a story that's been years in the making, and other authors had tried their hand at it because I mean this was a pretty. Know, I guess open secret in Hollywood, but Harvey Weinstein had just gone, you know, he had so many resources to protect himself, uh, you know, and people would bang their head against the walls trying to, you know, trying to get the story and, and uh, you know, just kind of just stall. So, uh, you know, he was finally able to really bust bust through the door and, you know, we'll, we'll see uh, what comes next. But, you know, I just, I don't want to see it where it's just, just, you know, where it's you know you start adding in false accusations but then those people get grouped in with you know the people already named and it's just this whole thing you know that's 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 not beneficial to anybody so you know we'll uh you know see how that plays out but that's uh you know i mean that definitely you know ended up probably being the story of the year i would say that or you know or or you know the the a few hurricanes in a row and the ferocity of, of them and still the ongoing damage and, you know, especially in like Puerto Rico. So, um, you know, that's, uh, for me, those were, you know, I would say probably, and, uh, and, and, you know, again, it's something maybe I just want to block out cause it was so horrible and a lot of memories at Mandalay Bay, all positive, but, uh, the Mandalay Bay shooting was really, really, uh, uh, that one in the Ariana, Ariana Grande one were uh, pretty horrible. So, uh, you know, those those stories, I would say, would be at the top. Um, you know, and then and not of, uh, again, as of now, I mean, just, it's they're just saying substance abuse, not anything, you know, sexual misconduct or anything like that. But John Skipper, who is a beloved figure, head of ESPN, uh, you know, one of the most powerful jobs in sports and television and entertainment uh, and mysteriously just stepped down last week. Uh, it was came days after he held a huge rally where he invited the entire company up, uh, you know, to pump them up and, you know, talk about some of the strategies that the company was, you know, taking on moving into 2018 and, you know, to try to uh, combat you know, different competition and, you know, obviously the rise of the digital age and cord cutters, you know, um, you know, millennials who are just, you know, using 
services like Netflix and things like that. Uh, so, you know, the, he had this really fiery speech and, you know, it was, I mean, you know, not that he did everything perfect, but I mean, he was very, very well respected and, and very well loved by the staff and especially the creative people because he was like one of them. And, uh, you know, he was a champion for projects like 30 for 30 and things like that. So um, that one really shocked me. That was a real shocker to, to you know, and I'm very curious, <clears throat> you know, who, uh, who, uh, you know, I guess Disney and ESPN <laughs> will, will roll out next. I mean, uh, you know, and he was just about, I mean, Disney just had announced that merger with Fox where they were basically going to take over the Fox Entertainment and Movie Library, uh, basically take over everything except the, and, you know, and the regional sports services. Um, so, I mean, Skipper was, you know, really in a position to, you know, be a, as big of a power broker in, you know, in, in the entertainment world uh, as anybody. So, uh, you know, he said he's been battling substance abuse for, issues for uh, several years. So it's very interesting. I mean, um, you know, uh, I, I don't, uh, you know, I'm, I, obviously there's more to the story, but uh, you know, I, I, it's, I mean, it is still left kind of shockwaves going through the sports world. Um, what's it called? So, uh, you know, I, um, it'll be, and, and ESPN, I mean, you know, I think so much energy was spent on just, you know, getting kind of geared up for the next, you know, next few years and, you know, where they thought the markets were going. And uh, they didn't really have anybody, as far as I've heard or read, uh, in-house as like the natural uh, heir. So, uh, you know, they, they were not grooming anybody. So... It's uh, they're in a tough spot, and I think they're going to wait 90 days before announcing that. So uh, they're they're in a messy spot. So it'll be, you know, that's a that's a huge hire because they're they are taking on a lot of ambitious projects. I won't get into all of them now, but you can definitely look them up. And I mean, they're 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 gonna, you know, really uh, change up, uh, you know, some of the, the things they're doing. Um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say this about, you know, we're talking a little bit about sports. Uh, my baseball and football seasons just went horribly for me, um, every which way. The Mets, you know, just, I mean, the season was over in May. And now the Yankees are back. And after years of, you know, kind of not having that white noise constantly in the background, now that's back. I mean, not that I... I mean, I'm more concerned about the Nationals and teams in the division. But, uh, you know, I don't know. You still have Mets ownership crying the blues about the uh, Bernie Madoff thing 10 years ago, which is just beyond me how, you know, they have a team in New York City and are still, like, just so behind the eight ball. But, um, you know, there is talent and... Uh, Usually there's a lot of injuries, and, you know, uh, I don't know. And they just can't seem to get this group with these pitchers and this lineup, you know, the lineup they want to try it out there all together on at the same time. New manager uh, from the Indians seems like a, you know, a bit more enthusiastic guy, you know, younger than Bobby Valentine, uh, Valentine, Terry Collins, and, uh, 
it's uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, you know where uh, where where things go and you know and the Giants. I mean, you know, coming off a big season last year and adding more weapons. I mean, it, you know, there the expectations were sky high. I know everybody's acting like. Philly, you know, now that and the NFL commentary and just like you know the fifty five thousand shows that are on, they're just ridiculous. I mean, you know, if you listen, if you listen from like week one, week two, week three, I mean, every week they just like act like it's the end, like the apocalypse for every team. Like, you know, the, the Saints started zero and two, and you know are in a spot to clinch a playoff spot this week, and have you know played well this year. I mean, the Eagles were, you know, they. Uh, look, they took care of their business. I mean, they have been, they had a pretty, pretty nice schedule, but hey, whatever, you just play the teams in front of you. Carson Wentz was definitely playing MVT, MVP type season. Sucks to see, you know, you don't want to see a, a kid like that get, you know, go, have to deal with that kind of injury. He's, you know, I'm not, I hate the Eagles with all my heart, but, you know, he's a likable player and he was playing really well and, you, you know, You'd like to see, you know, what they could do in the playoffs. But even so, I mean, you know, he got knocked out a few weeks back, but the Eagles uh, have managed to clinch home field advantage, but have Nick Foles at the quarterback. So, I mean, the defense is playing very well. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, it'll just be interesting to see, you know, if, I mean, if they have to play a team like, uh, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, the Saints, the um, uh, Falcons or Seahawks or you know somebody uh, Panthers somebody like that you know and it'll be interesting to see uh, you know who uh, you know or even the Rams uh, who uh, you know who could give them a run for their money especially now without Cars- Carson Wentz so uh, I just I, I, I mean and look the Giants had a terrible year and thankfully it will come to an end this this week I mean just so many things going on on and off the field I mean uh this has been one of the ugliest years I can ever remember but the only solace I have in sports right now is and this is gonna sound weird is uh we had told uh my two nephews uh Mikey and 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 Tyler that you know they were not allowed you know once they were able to sit through a Giants game on TV watch it all the way through, then they can come to a game with us. And, you know, being a season star, they were still, you know, they'd watch for a little bit, get bored, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, this, like, metamorphosis happened midway through the year, and they were all into it. Like, you know, like, wanted, you know, wanted to get rid of their toys, get giant stuff, get footballs. I mean, like, it was almost like it was just so out of left field, but it was like... It's like the moment I've been waiting for my whole life, and like, you know, like they, you know, I've embraced baseball, you know, baseball, football cards. I mean, all all the stuff I've, like, have like kept literally just in one day with the hopes of giving to them, uh, you know, just so that I mean that has been the one thing that has kind of, uh, mitigated the disaster that is the Giants season. So, uh, you know, I, it that is what gives me hope for next year. Uh, you know, a new coach, new GM. There is talent on the team, and they'll have high draft picks. And you know, and, and uh, I look forward to you know watching with my usual group. And now, you know, two little guys. So uh, it's uh, you know, it's a really, 
really, really uh, uh, cool thing just to, you know, I mean, I started watching at a really crazy young age and sort of reading about it at a crazy young age, but, um, you know, it's really cool to see them really embrace it and, you know, kind of feed off each other and understand it and, you know, they, they ask questions and, you know, it's, uh, it's really cool. So that has been, you know, in a really, really shitty sports year for me, that has been the one really, really, uh, good thing to, to see. So, uh, you know, that's what I, uh, absolutely look forward to, uh, you know, for next year. All right. And you know, what? I guess maybe I'll close with this one. Uh, I mentioned some of the things about me, but, uh, you know, like I said, I've been brainstorming a lot. I've tried to produce as much content as possible and we'll ramp that up this time. Promise, uh, you know, the podcast is here to stay and I, I've, you know, I want to do more interviews than ever this year. That is an absolute goal. Um, you know, uh, and you know, I'm and I'm looking at other projects too. So, and that may include being on air at some places where I can balance a few different things. And this is like you know, kind of my passion project. But you know, still figuring that out. And I mean, and and I know this will sound ridiculous, but this has been an idea that has been. <laughs> kind of broached me recently by a few different people I trust, um, you know, just because of the kind of this journey of, uh, you know, everything that's happened in the last year and, um, and a lot of uh, ups and downs, but a lot of like signs, like from my dad, like weird shit that's kind of gone on and continues to, and, you know, life lessons learned and you know, and just dealing with grief and, uh, you know, like just, especially in this age where just like you're supposed to, you know, everything's just so quick and you're supposed to just move on. Um, uh, you know, I've, I've been, you know, uh, people have said I should write a book and, you know, I just, I don't even know if I have the ability to do it, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I don't know. I've, started to jot down ideas and I've thought more and more about it and I don't know it may be something uh you know that's uh, a possibility but not I'm literally saying not another word about it so it's literally going to be one of those things where I'll either never do it or one day I will tell you I have a book coming out so I'm just saying that it the possibility that's and uh, you know hoping to you know learn learn I have tried to learn as much as I can about it and I hope to learn more and you know maybe maybe get a meeting or two to see if there's any uh, interest out there so um, you know that's uh, you know that's really what uh, uh, you know that's uh, that'd be a cool one but uh, you know. Like I said, once once the uh, the uh, the new studio is done, I mean, uh, just hoping you know that knocks me into like you know the creative flow that I first had. You know, like when I when I started the Foxhole, I just like 
went into like this zone and just like you know just was plowing through uh different uh ideas and whatnot so that's uh you know that's what i'm hoping for with with, with the new room so um you know so i, I you know these are just some of the things like i said just that uh, you know i kind of caught my attention this year and you know i'm just i figured i'd mix those in with uh some of the uh you know plans for the coming weeks months year etc so you know and the are they are realistic hopes and and like i said i really uh you know want to get the podcast network up and running i mean right like i said right now you know i can do a show with one or two people in here and be all right any more than that would probably be a little cramped so you know i'm till the new room is done i got to figure some stuff out so uh, you know, we'll, we'll have more on that, but, uh, like I said, this pretty fuzzy productions here to stay. And, uh, I just really simply, you know, as we head into the new year, want to thank those who have supported me by just either encouragement, you know, kind texts, you know, constructive criticism, uh, any feedback, simply listening, uh, all of it, uh, you know, and, and, you know, or, or, volunteering to be on the show like you know or throw me ideas anything like that i mean i i love that listen to all of it and you know i'm always trying to make myself available to uh you know to to anybody who uh you know takes the time to think about my podcast or (laughs) anything of that nature so i just want to say thank you uh for everybody who has you know again it was definitely bumpy and choppy at times but uh you know, I learned quite a bit. I can promise you that. So, uh, I really just want to, uh, thank everybody for, for their support for, you know, the, just the kind words and, and love, and, you know, and if people hate it, Hey, we, I promise you we'll do better, but, uh, you know, that's where we're at right now. And, uh, you know, hopefully, I mean, you know, like I said, 2017, the, Creativity, 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 creatively, Jesus, I told you I can't talk, uh, creatively was actually a great year, and I, a lot of ideas that I hope to launch this year are ones that were rooted in 2017, so it's not all bad, not all bad, Donald Trump can't ruin everything for us, but, uh, you know, it's, I just hope Everybody is just kind of taking this time to just decompress, kind of catch your breath, and, uh, you know, come back 2018, come back hard, and, uh, you know, and confident and brash, because uh, that's my plan. And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I, plan, I plan to go full throttle and just kind of push all the chips to the middle. So, and, uh, you know, see where things go. But, uh, Again, uh, thank you everybody for uh, just listening this year, and uh, especially for the awesome numbers that uh, the last podcast was able to do. It was an awesome way to finish um, finish up. So uh, you know, I realize this is a more kind of calm, melancholy one, but you know, I just wanted to kind of do a state of the union of uh, of pretty fuzzy production. So uh, no fiery rhetoric, just just chilling so 
again, thank you, thank you again for uh, you know showing your love and support, and uh, it's not not forgotten, not lost on me, and uh, you know I, I hope uh, you know hope we can bring you more entertainment in 2018, and uh, you know be your companions in the car, on you know on the beach, headphones, the whole nine. So uh, that, that's the goal. So. And if anybody wants to, uh, wants to, uh, you know, send them, send in their ideas or, you know, has an idea for a show, by all means, send it up to me. And, uh, I always pay attention. I'm always up for a good idea. All right. And, uh, on that note, have a happy new year, everybody. And, uh, this, this will, you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to say happy new year. I, I <laughs> may be doing a music show, but. Maybe doing a music show, as I mentioned. See, again, I get a little scattered brained. Uh, but if I don't do one, Happy New Year. If not, we'll, we'll double down. We'll say Happy New Year twice. All right. How does that sound? Again, the I but I do mean it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for uh, for tuning in, and uh, we'll be back. Uh, you know, maybe once more this week, or right after the New Year with uh, you know the third season. The manifest podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Maddie Fast Podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit prettyfuzzy.com. Hit Matt up on Facebook and on Twitter at Matt Fazzlepore. If you like today's episode, please review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time.